Welcome to the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley. The Middle East, that's one part of the world that we need to pay attention to, especially the country of Israel. And of course, with everything going on right now in Israel with an ongoing war, it's so important that we pay attention. And each week, I try to help you make sense of what's happening in that region through a biblical lens. Security threats, archaeological discoveries, biblical prophecy, those are just a few of the things that we cover. And of course, the main purpose of the Middle East Report Special Edition is to encourage you to read, study, and apply the Word of God in your life. And I believe the best way to do that is to connect to the people, places, and geography of what we read in God's Word. And I'll help you do that each week on the Middle East Report Special Edition. I appreciate you listening today. Just a few days ago on Tuesday, November 14th, the largest pro-Israel rally in history took place on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. Over 300,000 Jews and Christians came together to stand with Israel. In addition, more than one million people watched the historic rally online. I had the privilege of attending that historic rally in Washington, D.C., and to see the amazing, incredible solidarity for the Jewish people and the state of Israel. And as I was watching what was happening there, I saw thousands and thousands of people waving the Israeli flag. Many of them had the Israeli flag draped over them. I saw children. I saw grandparents. I saw young people. I saw college students. And I saw Christians who came together to support the Jewish state and to support the Jewish people. It was an amazing day. And by the way, there was no violence. You know, we've had these pro-terrorist rallies that have been happening all over the country on college campuses. We've seen them in the nation's capital. We've seen them in Washington, D.C., all promoting Hamas and standing up for terrorism in our country. Just a tragic thing going on. And of course, at some of these rallies, there has been violence. But at this rally, it was so peaceful. This rally was an incredible contrast of what we have been seeing going on all across our nation. Today on the Middle East Report Special Edition, I'm going to be sharing with you excerpts from the rally from some of the amazing speakers that they had. Also, I had an opportunity to interview quite a few Christian leaders who were there supporting Israel and the Jewish people. I'll bring you some of those interviews as well. So we start off the Middle East Report Special Edition with Pastor John Hagee, who spoke at the rally. Pastor John Hagee is also the president and founder of Christians United for Israel. As we gather here today in Israel's darkest hour since the Holocaust, the Jewish people once again search the globe for friends. I am here to deliver a singular message. Israel, you are not alone. I want you to shout that loud enough for them to hear it in Jerusalem. Ready? Israel, you are not alone. Israel, you are not alone. Israel, you're not alone. While the Jewish state faces the greatest danger since her rebirth 75 years ago, we pray for the people of Israel and the leaders of Israel. May God give you the wisdom of Solomon and the courage of King David and the victories of Joshua. You, the leaders of Israel, and you alone should determine how this war is going to be conducted and concluded. You decide, no one else. 
Israel has shown the world that it overcame the tragedy of the Holocaust through the power of hope. Israel has demonstrated the courage to make peace with its neighbors. Israel has always proved that it has the strength to wage war against its enemies. From the five Arab armies that tried to destroy the newly reborn state in 1948, to Hamas and Hezbollah, Iran's proxy armies, we must all stand united with one voice and boldly declare over and over, Israel, you are not alone. After the October 7th massacre, we must all make choices. We either choose to love life or we choose death. We choose peace or terror. We choose Israel or Hamas. There is no middle ground in this conflict. You're either for the Jewish people or you're not. Look at history. From Pharaoh to Haman to Hitler, all of these anti-Semitic cowards are remembered only for their failed attempt to destroy God's chosen people. And Hamas is going to suffer the same fate. To Israel's enemies, making threats against Israel is nothing more than a self-fulfilling prophecy about yourself. When you speak of Israel passing away with a sudden storm, you're only speaking of your own demise. Where are the nations that have persecuted the Jewish people? They are historic footnotes in the boneyard of human history. Where is Israel and the Jewish people? Despite the efforts of Iran, Hamas, and Hezbollah to destroy the Jewish nation, Israel lives, Israel lives, Israel lives. Israel may be shaken, but she is not shattered. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob guarantees Israel's deliverance will come as proclaimed every year during Passover. It says in every generation they rise against Israel to destroy it. And the Holy One, blessed be He, saves Israel from their hands. The Bible says, He that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. To those who seek to justify the slaughter of Israelis by demonizing the Jewish state, Israel is not merely a state. When millions of Zionists mention Israel, they don't just mean the only freedom-loving democracy. Israel is this and more. Israel is the apple of God's eye. Israel is the shining city on the hill. God says of Israel, Israel is my firstborn son. Jerusalem is the city of God. Jerusalem is the shoreline of eternity. Jerusalem is the eternal capital of Israel today and forever, whose flag will fly over the ancient walls of the sacred city of Jerusalem. That nation is Israel now and forever. Those of us standing here and millions of other Christians were not here during the Holocaust, but we're here now. And we stand shoulder to shoulder with the Jewish people. 
We stand until those 240 hostages are returned to their home. For where there is unity, God Almighty will command his blessings. When America was attacked in World War II, victory was our only aim. And Israel should be afforded that same opportunity. For history has shown that without victory, there is no survival. Israel has victory, and that victory will come when all of the hostages are safely home. Israel's victory comes when the terror tunnels have been destroyed. Israel's victory will come when Hamas and Hezbollah are in the ash heap of history along with Haman and Hitler. There is no substitute for victory. May God bless Israel. May God bless the United States of America. May God bless the Jewish people. And may God bless all who have gathered here today until we overcome the tyranny of the Middle East. Israel, you are not alone today, tomorrow, and forever. God bless the Jewish state. That was such an incredible message from Pastor John Hagee of Christians United for Israel. And I met so many wonderful people there at the rally there in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, November 14th. And one of those people that I met was Jason Hershey. Jason Hershey is the director of David's Tent in Washington, D.C. I had never heard of David's Tent before. And this was actually a central location for a lot of the Christian groups that were were coming to the rally. They were meeting at David's Tent. What is David's Tent? Well, I'm going to let Jason Hershey tell you all about it. And it's just an incredible ministry. And, of course, we did have a conversation as well about what was going on there on that day there in Washington, D.C. Sort of my missions background, I'm with Youth with a Mission with with YWAM in Washington, D.C. And many years ago, just in prayer and fasting for our nation, God, what can we do? I stumbled upon a Bible story amongst all of the chronology of chronicles and names and begats. Um, As it turns out, the biblical King David actually put up a a tabernacle in his capital city of Jerusalem. And it says that he hired 4,000 musicians and 288 singers. And I know that's tough for our minds to sort of wrap around that number. Just think of the size of your high school. But 4,000 musicians and 288 singers and King David put them in watches, 24 watches around the clock. And they, their job was to minister to the Lord day and night in a continuous musical prayer meeting. And so inspired by King David, but as a reaction to the love of Jesus. Uh, we do this all because Jesus is worthy. Um, we, yeah, just missionaries with youth with a mission amongst young people. Uh, eight years ago now, it's been going day and night, 24-7, 365 since then. Um, so we did our first 40 days in 2012, and then the couple years after that, we did 40 days in the fall. And then eight years ago in 2015, we actually uh, kicked off what now has been the continuous vigil here on the mall. In Washington, D.C., the National Mall, from the Capitol building to the Washington Monument, is 14 blocks long. Uh, David's tent is pretty much dead center in the middle at 7th Street, seven blocks out from the Capitol building, and then seven blocks away from the Washington Monument. Uh, really close to the Smithsonian Castle. Uh, Visually, it looks like a wedding tent. Um, 
As far as seating, it's, we have a big stage up at the front where with all the musical instruments to have a full worship team and a contemporary sort of mindset with that. And then we can seat about 150 to 200 people depending on exactly how we configure the chairs uh, for the larger gatherings. So it's a, it's a tent that we can have, yeah, about 200 people worshiping together. And it literally goes day and night, 24 seven, 365. If you come here at three o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday, um, there will be at least three people at all times ministering to the Lord and keeping the vigil here on the mall. I mean, we're very much positioned to be an interdenominational um, lamp of worship and prayer. Um, music is probably the one thing that unites the evangelical church the most. We're all singing the same songs. And so we, we sign up worship teams um, just through our website. There's an application process to sign up just to make sure that we at least have some common values, that this is for Jesus and we stand for, uh, for family values and for the things that we know is established doctrine in the Bible. Um, but beyond the things that, that are absolutely essential to agree on, um, yeah, there's worship teams that come from all different denominational backgrounds and even ethnic backgrounds. People come here. Uh, we got we have a worship team from locally here, D.C. They come every Saturday morning and they sing in, in Russian for pretty much their whole watch. And so we have Chinese worship teams. We have Spanish worship teams that come on a regular basis. Um, and we have a 50 state initiative that we sort of 52 weeks in the year. Um, we've delegated one week per state. And so our heart is to mobilize people from that state for each week. So this week that we're doing this interview is Oklahoma week. And so we have a couple of people that are in from Oklahoma to join us and to, to sort of lift up their intercession on behalf of America from their state. My invitation would be to all of the listeners is, hey, each one of you in the United States, you're from one of those 50 states. And I would invite you to be a part of it, to come in for your state week and to, to take your watch on the wall with that same faith that we are assured that we, those that cry out to God day and night, that he will avenge his elect. And when he returns, may he find faith on the earth. That's Jason Hershey. He is the director of David's Tent. And of course, I spoke to him at the rally there in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, November 14th, this huge pro-Israel rally, this historic rally that drew over 300,000 people and over a million people watching online. And of course, I talked to Jason about his heart for this rally there in Washington, D.C. Yeah, you know, David's Ten is here on the mall 24-7, 365. Uh, events come and go. You know, we sort of preside in intercession over everything that happens in D.C. as David's tent and in worship, lifting him up. And so, you know, David's tent would be here this weekend. Uh, whether the Israel rally was here or not, we would still be here. And uh, I would say my impression, um, is there's many events that happen in Washington, D.C., and they all claim to be historic, unprecedented. You know, those types of language are, are put out there. Um, this one actually feels like it is. I give God thanks for in his sovereign plan that he would release such grace upon America to have a rally like it's happening here, that actually America would gather together in mass to say that we stand with Israel and we know there's a corresponding blessing to those who bless Israel. And so it's not like we're just coming at this as in, in selfish ways, but okay, what's the, what's the phrase from Haggai? He stirred the heart of the remnant of the people that would rally together to pray right now. From the very beginning, back in 2012, we've had eight core values. One of the eight is that we honor Jerusalem and we honor the nation that did David's tent first. 
and we honor the redemptive plan that God has for the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, eight years ago, when we kicked off this vigil, we actually had a representative from the Israeli uh, embassy here in DC to come and right before we started the song that's never stopped for eight years, the last thing that happened was he just came and gave us an address and, and, and stood in solidarity with David's tent. And obviously for us, we stand in solidarity with Israel. As America and all the nations of the earth, we should just wave the white flag now and just say we surrender to the King of Israel, uh, namely Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, our anointed Messiah. So we're just gonna wave the white flag now and say we belong to Jesus, we belong to the King of Israel. And so we're very, we're very stirred this week to be able to stand with Israel, to stand ultimately with the heart of the Lord, and for God's plans on the earth in our generation. You're listening to the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley. We're talking about the major pro-Israel rally that took place in the nation's capital on the National Mall. Over 300,000 people attended that rally. It was a historic rally, the largest pro-Israel rally in history. And there were a lot of great speakers, including Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson, of course, is a congressman. He is the Speaker of the House, and this is what he said. Let me be very clear. The United States stands unequivocally with our friend, our ally, Israel. Last week, a bipartisan group of members stood in solidarity on the steps of the House to mourn the loss lives in the October 7th attack and to grieve with the families of Israeli hostages that are still being held in Gaza. We heard heartbreaking and tragic accounts of their kidnappings. And of course, as you know, many of those families haven't received an update on their well-being since that day. As a parent myself, I can begin to comprehend their despair. All of us feel that way. This morning, we watched the horrific film that was produced by Hamas from their own cameras as they committed the assault. It's unspeakable. The auditorium was full of Republicans and Democrats in the House, and they wept as we watched the film together. Most couldn't sit through it. These Israeli hostages were kidnapped in their homes by barbaric Hamas terrorists for simply being Jewish and living in Israel. As Prime Minister Netanyahu says so well, this is a fight between good and evil, between light and darkness, between civilization and barbarism. The calls for a ceasefire are outrageous. We stand with you in that. Hamas terrorists waged the bloodiest assault on Jewish lives since the Holocaust, and there are hundreds of hostages, many of them Americans, still stuck inside Gaza. Israel will cease their counteroffensive when Hamas ceases to be a threat to the Jewish state. But Hamas's genocidal and anti-Semitic rhetoric isn't just confined to Gaza, as you know. The war in Israel has awakened an alarming amount of anti-Semitism towards Jewish people here in the United States and across the globe. From the halls of Congress to college campuses, this rise of anti-Semitism must be stopped. We've heard many echo the Hamas rallying cry of from the river to the sea. And that is an explicit call for the extermination of Israel. It is happening daily in our country, as you know, and it is unacceptable for Jewish Americans to feel unsafe at home. It is unacceptable for Jewish businesses to face violence, vandalism, and threats. It is unacceptable for universities to allow Hamas apologists to assault and accost Jewish students on campus. It is unacceptable for any political leader in this nation to give credence to this dangerous rhetoric. 
We can and we must do more to stand with our great ally and friend. And it is my hope that this gathering today serves as a reminder to the entire world, but also to those within our own borders, that the United States stands proudly with Israel and the Jewish people forever, forever. I spoke to a lot of Christian organizations there on Tuesday, November 14th in the nation's capital during that major pro-Israel rally, including Shelley Neese. Shelley Neese is the president of the Jerusalem Connection, and that organization informs, educates, and activates support for Israel and the Jewish people. You can find out more about that organization when you visit the JerusalemConnection.us. And Shelly and I were just talking about what happened on October 7th and what's going on right now here in our nation. If people really understood what happened on October 7th, that 1,400 Jewish people were murdered in their own beds, were women were raped, babies were beheaded. If you understood that, then then the process of never again, the thought of never again and not on our watch would click. But what we're seeing now is that there's massacre denial, that people don't believe what happened on October 7th, that people believe that Israel is the aggressor in this story. And more than anything, it just shows that that people have short attention spans because everyone was behind Israel on October 8th. And everyone did see that Israel was the victim and not the aggressor. But we knew even then that the tide would turn. And so we're just here to say, stay strong. The pro-Israel rally on Tuesday, November 14th in Washington, D.C. on the National Mall was the largest pro-Israel rally in history. Over 300,000 Jewish people and Christians coming together to stand for Israel. And by the way, it was a peaceful protest. It was a peaceful gathering, unlike so many of the pro-terrorist gatherings that have been happening all over our country, glorifying Hamas, supporting Hamas, including the one in Washington, D.C. I spoke to Amy Zayway, who is also with the Jerusalem Connection about what happened in Washington, D.C. The November 4th pro-Hamas rally in, in D.C. in front of the White House at Lafayette Park was just bleeding with violence, vandalism, and litter. Red spray paint, uh, Benjamin Franklin draped in in, uh, Palestinian flags. I mean, it's just ridiculous the hatred that was spewed and gets so easily excused by the mainstream press, by professors, and in the name of quote-unquote freedom or somehow some oppressed people will benefit from this. And that's the false narrative that dripped into our society for decades that we've been warning about. And uh, people need to understand if they are truly pro-Arab, they need to be anti-Hamas. And the best friend to be anti-Hamas is the Israelis. Because the Israelis have brought nothing but fruit and freedom and uh, harvest and bloom to the Middle East and uh, innovation and jobs and peace. And Hamas and Hezbollah, the PA and Fatah, have brought nothing but destruction and death. So this really is a global culmination of good versus evil. And Israel represents the good, God's people. And the Christians need to not just say they're on the good side, but they need to prove it. If you ever wondered what you would do in 1939 in Germany, now you know. If you just sit home and do nothing and don't even make a phone call or an email to your elected official, 
then you're proving you would have been the one who shut the door on your Jewish neighbor when they were looking for some place to hide. And I will not be on that side of the, um, the apathetic. And I can't say I love the Lord unless I say I also love the Jewish people because you love what God loves and you want to be on his side of this battle. We know the outcome. God doesn't need us, but we need to be on God's side. It's our job. God's will will come to fruition no matter what. You have to decide which side of this are you going to be on. And if that means that we put ourselves at a calculated risk, we will do it. Um, you know, our names are out there. People know our names. They know our organization. Uh, the doxing cancel culture is out there. But we trust in a greater Lord that will be on our side. He is who, who is with us is greater than that is who is against us. And the Jewish people, I never want to hear another one of my Jewish friends say they feel alone, lonely, or betrayed, and that nobody's with them. Like, they can't say that to me because I might appear to be powerless, but if I can even give them a hug, if all they need is a hug, then that's what I'll give them. We're going to wrap up the Middle East Report special edition with a comment from Susan Michael, who is the USA Director of the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem, and I spoke to her just before the rally began. Well, John, I lived in Washington, D.C. for 30 years, and so uh, I was very aware that there was no rally being planned in D.C., and that's exactly where we needed one. So we started holding meetings and conversations and reaching out to the Jewish community saying, we need a rally, and we need to do it together. And um, so we were so happy when the announcement came out that the Conference of Presidents of the major Jewish organizations was going to organize this rally. And they reached out to us and invited us to get Christian participation here. So we, we've been working the last week just calling every church, everybody we have on the East Coast, saying, please, can't you bring a bus of friends with you? And let's come out in the thousands. And we've all got signs saying that we're Christians standing with Israel. We, we want the Jewish community to see us and hear us and know that we're Christians that have come out to stand with them today. This is not only what we need, but it's what the Jewish community in America needs. They need to see and feel the support. And I think they're going to be so encouraged by this because the news has just been negative, negative, negative. The rising anti-Semitism, the, the threats to the Jewish community. I mean, they were even told not to leave their homes last weekend because of a large protest in New York. So they are so bombarded with negative news. And today is a day to come out and say, see, we're strong. We uh, support Israel and look at all these friends that have come to stand with us. And so I think we're all going to go back encouraged and emboldened and able to speak louder and to be more assured of our support and uh, let, let our communities know we stand with Israel. That's the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley, and I want to wrap up by saying being at that rally in Washington, D.C. this past Tuesday was a life-changing event for both my wife and I being in the midst of 300,000 people standing for Israel, I will never forget that as long as I live. I want to remind you as believers in Jesus, it is our responsibility to pray for the Jewish people, to pray for Israel, especially now. 
If you want to download a podcast of the show, you can do that at AFR.net. Podcasts are also available wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google, iTunes, all of the major podcast platforms. Thank you for listening to American Family Radio and the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley.